Okay, Agun Erev Shabbos, Rabbi Sai, Parshas Noyach. Everybody knows already, it goes without saying, that this is your favorite time of the week. Not only because it's almost Shabbos, and everyone, of course, is uh, looking forward to the Yom HaMenucha. We know that the definition of being Shoymer Shabbos is eagerly, anxiously awaiting Shabbos Kodesh. But it's also your favorite time of the week because we get to uh, study some imponderables, some questions on the parsha, and uh, gets our mind going. We have what to talk about, and away we go. So, Noyach's Teva. It was made out of a special kind of wood. What kind of wood? Make for yourself a Teva out of Goifer wood. Rashi says, what's Goifer wood? That's its name. Why this? Because since it was decreed that the generation of the Mabel will be destroyed with gophrus, with sulfur, so therefore Noyach was told to use goifer wood. Why? Because it sounds like gophrus. Wow, what a, what a good reason. Why is that a reason to make the Teva out of goifer wood? I mean, that almost indicates there were better woods to make a Teva out of. But they wouldn't sound like the destructive agent in the water that was killing that was killing the generation. So Hashem said, no, use Atzei Goifer, because that, it was decreed on the generation that they should be wiped out in Gophras. Okay, is that, does that sound like a compelling reason to you? There must be something deeper over here. Somehow, was this a message to Noyach? Don't forget about the troubles of the people suffering in the Gophras, you know, don't don't uh, enjoy yourself on your cruise for a year, but whenever you see the Goifer wood, you'll remember the suffering of the people, or was it a message to Noyach, hey Noyach, you know, really, you should have been destroyed in the Gophras, but I had mercy on you, you were Matzachin Be'enai. Okay, something to think about. Let's go to Parak Ches, Sorry, let's go to Perek Vav Pasuk Yerches. The Pasuk says, brisi itach. I'm going to fulfill my covenant with you. Says Rashi, what kind of covenant? Covenant that the fruits won't rot and that he wouldn't be killed by the Wicked of the generation. So question, how did Rashi know that this covenant included two things? That it, it was a covenant that the food wouldn't rot and that Noach wouldn't be killed. Maybe there was only a covenant with one. Maybe there's only a singular co- covenant. How do we, how does Rashi know, how does Rashi see in the Pasuk that the covenant included both things? Okay. Now, I want to point out something else also. Very interesting. The Pasuk says, Paragvav Pasuk Yudzayin. Ba'ani hinani mevias hamabu mayim al ha'oretz v'shachez kalbasar asher boi ruachayim koyal asher ba'oretz yigva. Everything on the earth will die. And I was waiting for Rashi to say, everything will die, but not the fish. Everything on the earth will die. 
but not the fish in the water. In fact, Rashi says that later on. Rashi and Perak Zayin, Pasuk Chavez, Mikol HaShabacharav HaMesu, everything in the dry land died. Rashi says, V'loi dagim shabiyam, not the fish in the sea. So why did Rashi wait until Perak Zayin, Pasuk Chavez to say that? Why didn't Rashi say that in Perak Vav, Pasuk Yezayin? Apparently, you see something interesting. That earlier it says everything on the earth will die. The word earth, maybe, could include the Eretz and the Mayim. The land and the, and the water. Like it says, Hashamayim v'ha'aretz. And Aretz includes L'chaira, the water also. So the word aretz, when it says everything on the aretz will die, it doesn't mean that it excludes the water. But then when it says everything in the dry land will die, so that excludes dagim shabiyam. So that should make us think, did maybe, did Hashem have a, did things switch? Did Hashem have a change of heart? Why at first did Hashem say, and then later he said, Was the original plan that even the fish should die? And somehow Hashem had Rachmanus on the fish? And only Asher Becharava? Meaning what happened over here? Why did, why did that happen? Rashi points out, and it was transformed to Midas Harachamim through the prayer of the Tzadikim and the wickedness of the uh, uh, through the, the through the prayer of Tzadikim. So, in other words, God is having mercy on Noyach, even though it invokes the shame of of Din. But Noyach, through his tefillah, was able to be Mahapech, the Midas Hadin, into Midas Harachamim. So here's my question. Then why earlier, from Perik Zayin, Pasuk Aleph, why there, when Hashem was telling Noyach, I'm going to save you, was Vayoymer Hashem Noyach? There it uses the Midas Harachamim. And then, apparently, what it seems like is that earlier on, Hashem just had Rachamim on Noyach. But Noyach was not Mahapich, the Midas Hadin, and the Midas Harachamim. But here, Vayizgar Eloikim Es Noyach, Noach was actually Mahapich, the Midas Hadin into Midas Harachamim, which is a much higher Madrega. And maybe this is the reason why we quote this Pasuk in Zechroinois on Rosh Hashanah. That even though Rosh Hashanah is the day of Midas Hadin, like it says in Eoiv, Vayavoyu, um, the Malachim came to stand before Elohim, nevertheless, 
Al Yedei, the Tefillah of Noyach, Noyach was successful in being Mahapichet to Midas Harachamim. Okay. Now, uh, one more idea. In Parak Tess, Pasuk Chaf. Vayochel Noyach Ishu Adama. No, I'm sorry. Oh. Vayochel Noyach. Vayita Karem. He planted a vineyard. Rashi said, how did he plant a vineyard? Says Rashi, when he entered the Teva, he brought wine shoots with him. He brought fig shoots with him. Now it was striking to me. Why did Noyach Davka bring these species into the Teva? So Sisei says, well, wine, grape, and fig, they get ruined easily. But we all know that there are various opinions what the Eitz Hadas was. Was it a grape? Was it a fig? Maybe Noyach somehow brought these specific species in order to rectify the sin of the Eitz Hadas. But then the question would be, why didn't he bring an Esraig? Now we know that Noach was accountable for first planting a, a wine branch, a vineyard. He should have planted wheat, which is the other opinion of what the Eitz Hadas is. But it's interesting to me that of the four opinions of what the Eitz Hadas is, Noach basically brought two of them with him on the Teva. Okay, one last question. So, Noyach sends out the dove. And the first time he sends out the dove, the Pasuk says, Vayochel Oid. He waited seven days. But the second time, it says, Vayiyachel. Rashi says, Vayochel Zolashoin of Yispael. It's reflexive. It's reflexive. Why the first time did uh, did Noach only wait? And it says a lesson of Vayachel. And the second time, it was reflexive. You know, what is that indicating? What is that demonstrating? Was there some kind of reflection that Noach had to contemplate before he sent out the Yoyna a second time? Was something he had to think about? Something he had to, to um, reflect upon? Why the first time is it Vayachel and the second time Vayiyachel? Okay, Rabbi Sai. Um, how much fun could you have already in one week? You know, uh, that, these are these are the end of the questions on Parshas Nayach. And now I would like to resume our uh, our seder on Biur Tefillah. So we're going to start that momentarily.